It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Coming up on TMS, putting the CO in cocaine. Bald face and bold. Biting necks and doing business. Get your grummins, gremlins, or grown men there by Thursday. Sorry, our goat ate the movie. Flying sex things. Pass me the Colorado snow. No, I'm also a porn star. Can't lift a boob. Gumball machines on free play. Pumbaa was a parrot. Live from the nipple cam. Fidget Legos. Virgin Captain America on the rocks with Steven and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Please do not breastfeed in public. Unless you have enough to share with everybody else. Just joking. I don't care. I just swallowed a bee. This is the morning stream. Dave's not here, man. Morgan, it is Monday, August 22nd, and this is TMS, the morning stream. Welcome, everybody. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett over there. Hi. Hello, and happy brand new week to you, Scott. Yeah, man. Top of the week to you, as the Irish would say. Top of, top of the week. Yeah. Yeah, where's Eat all your, the gin? Eat your boxty. <laughs> Eat your boxty and all the other potato items I've made for you today. Uh, we love the Irish. Don't take us wrong. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what's going on? So uh, it's good to see everybody. We're going to do a show today. It's Monday, and uh, it's the last week before things get a little crazy. We'll explain that more as the week goes on. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, we, we got a vacation coming up, an anniversary. We got stuff. We got stuff. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I think there'll be there will be some stuff scheduled to end up on uh, some of the feeds. Whilst oh, for sure. I'm gone, yeah. uh, so I I've already committed to doing a Brian at D23 Expo video. Uh, oh, nice for a uh, listener to the show. Oh, uh, so it'll be like me talking about you know uh, I won't be able to take it into like the the big Marvel premiere announcement stuff, but uh, but I'll be able to take it through the rest of the. How cool it'd be for me to like you know smuggle in a little camera and. And oh, record yeah, the whole Marvel announcement deal. I mean, I thought you, they probably stop you, right? They probably won't let you. They would. They'd, yeah. I mean, if it, you know, it was like hidden in a in a Ooh. weird, weirdly shaped Mickey Mouse hat or something. Yeah, live from Brian's nipple cam. Mm. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's it's basically just a two hour shot of my nipple because I forgot to turn the camera around. Dang it! So since they did so much stuff at 
Comic Con, do you think they'll even do much Marvel stuff at D twenty three, or will it be mostly? They've, they've slayed it out in uh, a couple hours, so really? I think we're gonna get we're gonna get a long look at Wakanda Forever. Yeah, we're gonna get an actual announcement of what the Fantastic Four, what shape the Fantastic Four stuff will deal uh, be in, mm-hmm. and I think we'll we might even get a here's how we're going to bring mutants into the the MCU. I think they'll just straight up say, here's here's an X-Men tease, like goes full maybe. X-Men. Yeah, mm. maybe. Mm. There'll be, be a bald, see, like, there'll be a bald man in a little floaty car. <laughs> he'll come in and yeah. he'll be wearing a neck brace and he'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine, everybody. It'll, it'll be, be fine. it'll be okay. And then and then someone will make a little snick sound or whatever, and a, some blades, right, exactly. a shadow of some blades will be up there with like a fist. And we'll be right. like, oh, who's going to play the new Wolverine? And then we can guess for months before we find out. Oh, exactly, yes. Oh, yeah, Blade. We might get more Blade information, right, with uh, Mahershala Ali. Yeah, I like Blade. Bring on yeah. the Blade, I say. Bring on the Blade. Yes, bring on a good R-rated Blade. Yeah, don't be holding back on that Blade, okay? Disney, I know you have a tendency to want to be like, well, let's do it for the family version. No, 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 that's not what Blade no. is. Blade no, no. is meant to be uh, bloody a uh, little cursey, um, uh, biting necks and doing business. You can't, you can't just, uh, right. you can't G-raid that up. Okay. No, don't do it. No. Don't even try. Don't do it. Don't even, don't even. No, yeah. don't give it a, even a shot. Uh, all right. <laughs> I had a thing happen. It was not a dream. This was real. Okay. okay. All right. Actually, I haven't dreamed. No, that's not dreamt. true. I did. I dreamt a couple of times. That is correct. That's the right usage, right? Dreamt. Not mm-hmm. dream, not dream. I dreamed a dream, <laughs> except I dreamt it. Dreamt, dream, I dreamed the impossible dream. Wait, <laughs> they're all doing it wrong. Brian did it right. Everyone else does it wrong. Anyway. Yeah, well, that one's to dream the impossible dream. That's all present tense. Oh, he never says, I dreamed the impossible dream? I, no, to dream, because he doesn't say I. He says, to dream the impossible dream. Did MLK say, I dreamed a, dream, a dream. <laughs> I dreamt a dream. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been a very different speech. Anyways, so uh, the only dreams I had were I was late for something in these dreams. I hate those mm. dreams. They're stupid. Yeah, I do too. L- lately, it's a bunch of those, and I don't know why. But that's not what I'm going to tell you today. Today is a story about Tesla the neighbor, all right? Oh, okay. All right. Hasn't been in the news for a while here. And uh, <laughs> we, we've been getting along just fine. It's, you know, That's the whole, good. The Excellent. whole thing's good now. I mentioned a while back how we saw him at the pool and talked for a long time, and yeah. we are trying to get a barbecue back alley thing going and all this well anyway i'm in bed we have the windows open because it cooled way down the other day and we're like turn off the ac open these windows this is awesome we're having it's like early fall weather was nice yeah it's already hot again but it was nice while it lasted anyway so we got the windows open and we decided to have them open all night also van was with us all weekend so he was over and sleeping on his own little bed over there in the corner and it's about 10, 30, 11. He's nodded off. Kim's asleep. And I'm not asleep. I can hear stuff. And I hear one of his Teslas pull into the thing, which you can barely hear. It's like a weird... Yeah. Like it's not even right. a car, right? Some robot. You almost up. hear the uh, the sound of him like driving over any grit on the road louder than the engine, probably, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a good way of yeah. putting it. It's very much like that. I'll, I, I really could just hear the tires and what they were doing. Yeah. Um, anyway, pulls up and... Hear the door open, hear him get out, hear the engine go boo or whatever those things are. <laughs> and uh, he says um, to somebody who's with him, I assume it's his wife, but I don't actually hear her say anything. Okay. Maybe he's on a cell phone, actually. I don't know. 
But he says these words, he says, and I'm telling you, it was as clear as day, so I'm not mishearing this. He says, my car has all the grummins. We'll have it all there by Thursday. That was the statement. Okay. And now, you're sure you're sure he said Grummins. I it as best I can tell, he said Grummins. He could have well, this is what we're here to figure yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. What we're else could to, he have said? Translate. Yeah. And what would he what would be a thing that sounds like Grummins that you would want to have to somebody by Thursday? You know, I guess we have to figure out like, all right, the we'll have it all there by Thursday. Um is he going on a trip? I don't know. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, we'll meet you at the Airbnb. We'll have all the stuff there by Thursday. Or I'm taking my car to the shop. I'll have it all there by Thursday, which could be, you know, my car has gremlins, right? My car has all the gremlins. Like he's talking to, oh. doing a late night call to his <laughs> on mechanic. I don't know. That is weird. Uh, I don't know. Like I, it's as good an explanation as any. I, I really, yeah. I, I can't tell. And I kind of want to ask him, but that's weird. Yeah. You know, hey, dude, I heard yeah. you talking oh, the other yes, night. for sure. Yeah. yeah you're definitely, I can say, by the way, I was eavesdropping on you uh, pulling into your uh, driveway the other night. Uh, yeah, it was really weird. So, like, if, if he's up to something, Grummins could be me mishearing some f- term for uh, drugs, druggins. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Co- it's the new term know. for bath salts, Grummins. Grummins. Got to get those Grummins somewhere. Hey, are you holding? You holding any Grummins? Yeah. It sounds like a pretty good drug name if you, you know, we could make it a it thing. It kind of does, yeah. Uh, oh, but then, man, dude, I am so Grummin right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hankering for a Grummin, <laughs> you would say. Uh, so I don't know what to make of it. If somebody at home has ideas, the chat seems not to have any idea. Yeah. So if anybody at home is like... I'd say Thursday, make sure you uh, you plop a lawn chair out in the front yard and you just sit there and watch and see what's going on oh, on Thursdays. That's a good idea. I can actually kind of yeah. keep an eye on comings, comings and goings anyway. Yes, exactly. So maybe I can see him fill his car with quote-unquote Grummins, whatever they Grummins, are, uh-huh, yeah. and then leave and have them there by Thursday. You know, they hold the whole... Sh- the comings and goings almost sound like you merge those and you get Grummings. Yeah, the... <laughs> As someone who watches the comings and goings is watching the Grummins. The Grummins, yeah. That's amazing. All right. Anyway, I'll let you guys know what I... I'm sure it's nothing. He probably just said... I don't know. Who who knows? It could have been his mom and he's got gummy bears. I don't know what I heard. I I just know I heard Grummins. I'm sure of it. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, too funny. Brian, I am to play a little thing here. Be courteous yeah. and obey traffic regulations. All right. How'd, how'd lifting go this weekend? Anything yeah, good? so lifting has been, you know, I lifted on Friday and Sunday since we last spoke. And uh, it's been all friendly, fun people. Like, you know, I I do the interview thing. If they if they talk, if they get in the car and say, hey, how's your day going so far? I say, oh, pretty good. How about yours? And they go, oh, yeah, I can't complain. And then you know, I say, oh, it looks like we're heading to... Um, the baseball, you know, we're heading to Coors Field. Are you going to go check out the baseball game? Yeah, you know, da 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 da. And so we'll talk about that and all. Sure. And ba- people love to talk about you interview them about themselves, right? Because right. they'll always say, "How long have you been lifting?" And oh, do you do this full time? And it's like, uh, no, I'm I'm a I'm a porn star. <laughs> um, <laughs> Duh. I just make ends meet. I just I, this is my audition. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm auditioning. To- <laughs> yeah, making ends meet, quote unquote. Anyway. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, so I picked up uh, first thing Friday morning. My first ride of the day is a scheduled ride to the airport. And I pull up and uh, to the, the push pin 
and a very handsome man is standing there with his bags, and he gets in the car. A uh, little chit, you know, the, the the typical small talk. And he says, oh, by the way, we're going to be picking up an associate of mine um, at a hotel along the way to the airport. And then you're just basically taking both of us to the airport. Like, mm. oh, cool. No problem. Sure. So along the way, he's talking about, we, we pass a, a Lego outlet. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I have two grown sons. And uh, I swear, you know, we still, we'll still just kind of sit. You know, while we're talking or something, we'll just have a, a bowl of Legos on the table and be fit, using those to kind of fidget and build stuff. And sure. like, oh, yeah, you know, my son still uh, still has Legos. We have a bin of those at home and every once in a while. And I told him about Bricket, the app that we talked about a couple of weeks ago where you splay all your bricks out on the table and take a picture and it figures out everything. Sure. So we get to the other hotel and uh, we pick up his associate and it's a woman who... Uh, you know, he said, oh, and he even says it like, you know, so, so when, when she gets in the car, we'll be talking business. I'm like, oh, you don't, you know, it's your ride. You, you spend it however you want. I felt like he was trying to apologize that, that, uh, he's going to stop talking to me as soon as she's in the car. Oh, (laughs) that's funny. No big deal at all. Sure. Yeah. So. You're there uh, just so to she, facilitate the ride. You're there to exactly. drive while I, they do what I'm they a want. Fly in the wall, yeah, and, and not in the David Spade and uh, oh no, very much so in the David Spade and Dana Carvey, where you don't hear me talk much at all. Yeah, you're the guest. In that case, you're the guest, <laughs> and you don't get to say anything. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so she gets in the car and says, "Oh, so you know that was that that was a really fun event last night. I'm sure it was great. You know, you enjoyed. Looked like you were meeting and talking to all these people." And of course, you know, I do eavesdrop. I have to listen. They're in my car and I'm, I've turned down my music to let them have their conversation. Sure. So I, it's, you know, a lot like, but what I do is I, I listen to my music enough to where I can keep the beat with my fingers. And so that way, if they look up front, they see me keeping the beat and they're like, oh, he's listening to his music. He doesn't hear anything we're talking about. Sure. It's a weird, I just do it to be polite kind of thing. Sure. It's kind of so, dry where you are. I get it. Yeah. So, um, you know, eventually they're talking about his book and, and, uh, oh yeah. So, you know, well, um, uh, I know you've seen free solo and we've talked about that and I know your book, you know, that you're, you're writing, um, is going to be about this sort of thing and this rock climbing thing and da, 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 da. And I just want to make sure you're, you're good with what we've been showing you so far. He's like, oh yeah. So what's the, when you open up the front of the book, what's that first thing called? She's like, oh, it's a paste page and like da, da, da. And they're getting into all the weeds about this book that they, that she's a book publisher. He's writing a book or has written a book, and they're working on publishing it. Yeah. And so, like, oh wow, this you know this is this is very interesting stuff. I'm learning about the book industry and a, a little bit about this guy. And his name is Conrad. So basically, as soon as I drop and he talk about the most polite, even even during the ride, they would chit chat with me and be like, uh, you know, uh, how long have you lived in Colorado? Oh, it's so beautiful here. I'm, all that sort of thing. Sure, sure. So uh, we get to the airport. I drop them off, and as I'm as I'm pulling around to the other side of the airport and waiting a few minutes for the next ride, I do a quick search: Conrad Mountain Climber, Rock Climber. Yeah. And uh, immediately pulls up this guy named Conrad Anchor. I see the photo from the Wikipedia. It's like, oh, that's exactly him. Anchor, like like all the batteries and stuff you get for your phones and oh, that's chargers cool. and things like that. I, I love, we love Anchor. They're a good brand. We do love Anchor. I don't, I don't think they're related. I don't, but. <laughs> I don't think they're related at all. But he's the guy who discovered, uh, um, went up and discovered uh, Mallory uh, so-and-so. What's the guy's name? Not Ed, I'm keeping it Sir Edward. Hillary. No, Edward Mallory. Oh, oh. Uh, 
Now here the it is, George George Mallory, first, right? George George Mallory, George yeah. Mallory, one of the first people to, or the first person to climb Everest. Um, Conrad Anker led an expedition to go and and uh, find the remains, and they found them. And yeah, if you go to conradanker.com, there's his website. That's the dude. He's like, you know, like you said, He's very cool. handsome, rugged looking dude who yeah. went to BYU. He's a uh, yeah. he's a Utahan. Yeah, he is. He's a Utah dude. Uh, his actual graduate, yeah, it looks like he went to BYU for a while and then graduated University of Utah, according to his Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a heart attack on the Widowmaker. Yeah. Uh, or no, sorry. He had a Widowmaker heart attack, they call it. In 2016, during an attempted ascent of the Luang Ri, I don't know where that is. It's a big mountain somewhere, mm-hmm. yeah. um, where he had to go to Kathmandu and get emergency coronary angioplasty with a stent. It just about killed him. But uh, this yeah, dude's he, an incredible. Like uh, you know, he he's one of those people that probably does more before 8 a.m. than you or I will do the entire day. <laughs> sure feels like it. He's doing, been doing this yeah. since, uh, let's see, he did the southeast face of Gurney Peak in 87. That's where he started doing the big peaks. And then wow. all the way wow. up till 2016. So we have a lot of 14ers in Colorado. I don't know if he, he didn't say anything when they were in the car about, about doing any 14ers while he was here. I think he just really specifically came to meet with a publisher but she had to fly in as well so it's not like the publisher is necessarily based here hmm. in colorado maybe the publish maybe publishing companies based here in colorado and then they they came here to do this little meeting meeting event uh that apparently they went to the night before i have a little bit of his voice do you want to hear it and tell me if this sounds oh like the sure guy? sure okay it's on this wikipedia page let's see how this goes too much risk is when you feel that you can't turn around and you can't control it anymore. But is that the guy? Is that one hundred percent. That's that's, totally that's him. exactly him. Imagine him talking about Legos, and that's the dude. <laughs> I really like when I just have pieces to build my own ideas. My favorite I don't like brick the- is the is the six the six nib uh, three by two. Is that a real thing? Is that the six nib is a thing? Is that a deal? <laughs> I would say I would say brickologists, Lego brickologists, probably do have names for all those so that they can really quickly say oh i need a six nib right here i need an eight nib or i need a you know a two by three or a six by four yeah we'll probably i'll bet you we got some hardcore lego we're in the in the no uh, we do listenership for sure do what do you guys call that do you and do you have like little drawers set up and you just keep your your two by threes and one and your uh i don't know your 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 pornographic little minis in another like what do you do how do you do it (laughs) (laughs) we want to know what's up yeah. Anyway, so anyway, that's that was really kind of it for for you know. That's cool for, though. Um, what a cool uh, ride. Uh, ride though with a guy with a very interesting past and present and I don't know a little really Utah was. connection. And, and I great. should have guessed because they get they give me uh, the um, when I pick them up I get a little picture of what their face is. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I had to capture one yesterday, and I'm going to send it to you because awesome. Uh, awesome. This this is something right here. I don't have his, but when I saw his, I thought, man, this guy this guy just used some sort of professional photograph for his. Um, Was this the one right here I just put in? And you're just uh, that's it. That's exactly the photo that's on his. Yeah, that's it's his on wiki- his, that's uh, his Wikipedia shot so as like, well. Yeah, like wow, that's a professional photo. Uh, go to your. I think I sent it to. Yeah, go to your. Uh, <laughs> your text message and look at the one i just sent you this is oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) what why why why, uh what's her deal my god i don't know and i 
and that's kind of what she looked like, but maybe that's a photo of looks like Rihanna, Rihanna looking. Yeah, I think it's Rihanna looking at the eclipse or something. Yeah, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's the person who goes by Phoenix, and they uh, look like they're squinting into the uh, the eclipse. You're right. Yeah, I think that that could be Rihanna. I'm pretty sure that's a Rihanna yeah, face, but something, uh, something Rihanna-ish about it. But that's fantastic. Yes. I love that. Yeah, so you can so as a lift rider, you can use any photo you want as your as your lift ride. Uh as long as it's approved, I think you'll get reported if you put, you know, a picture of a boob or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, you can't do a boob. If you do a boob, they're going to they're coming after you. The boob police will get you every time. The boob police. The boob police. All right, now I must know about goats. There were goats yeah. involved. Yeah. So, we did mystery date. I talked about this I think um Thursday or maybe it was Friday. Had- it was Friday during uh, Couch Potato. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you brought it up briefly. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the mystery date, and Tina said, well, you have to wear closed-toed shoes, and that's all I'm going to tell you. So I was like, oh, great. What are we doing? Like walking <laughs> through a field of shit or something? <laughs> kind of. Um, kind of. Yeah, that's actually not too far. Uh, so these goat yoga places are all around where you 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 basically do yoga in a penned-in area with a bunch of goats, mm-hmm. baby goats. And as you're doing your downward-facing dog, these goats will say, oh, you're a fun surface to climb on, and they'll hop up on your back or or whatever. But they're there to provide some sort of zen because they're, they're you know, sweet animals that kind of walk around and look sure. at you weird. Sure. At night, you can't really do goat yoga, so this one, this place near us has something called Goat Flicks and Chill. <laughs> and they... They have a projector, a little uh, projector on a milk crate, and a big screen and a couple of speakers, where they, um, where they'll show a movie while goats are wandering all around you. And you can actually bring in your own blanket. Um, we took we took chairs. We're kind of glad we took chairs, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But you walk in, and uh, you know uh, the Roxbury night at the Roxbury, the two guys, Will Ferrell, Chris Kattan, where mm-hmm. once they spot a woman. Uh, who who they could talk to? They just kind of like crowd her, get in her face, and kind of like <laughs> patch her back and forth between their yeah, chests. Yeah, they're doing like, their like sideways dance thing. While they're the doing their sideways going. dance thing. Yeah. So that's kind of what it's like when you walk into the pen area. Because on your way in, you're carrying your chair and maybe a bottle of water or something. Sure. And you uh, and you've got a cup full of uh, feed of goat goat food and little little. Uh, uh, Dixie cup kind of size. Sure. And so you walk in and immediately they're like, we know, we know that when people come in here, they are, they are coming with a cup of food. They, there's nobody who enters this pen that is not carrying a cup of food. So they immediately crowd around you and you're trying to get your chair undone at the same time. And you know, ours is in a zippered pouch. So we have to unzip the pouch, pull the chair out of the pouch, then pull it apart this whole time trying to do it while holding a cup full of food or having Tina hold my cup of food while I do both chairs. And they just see it as a game. Like, like, Oh, I bet I can knock him over and get the food that way or sure. Or uh, whatever. Uh, Dude, this was such a blast. So it they show Back like to fun. the Future. Yeah. Oh, and, really? Back um, to the Future? Why that is a choice? I'm just curious. That seems um, like an odd one. Originally, it was why. going to be the Karate Kid. They basically choose family-friendly stuff, and it's almost sure. always like 80s, a couple 90s options. Um, not lying. When we walked up to the table to do the check-in and get our goat food, um, <laughs> the the guy running it said, well, it was going to be... Uh, 
Karate Kid tonight, but um, one of the one of the goats uh, chewed the DVD, like got through, <laughs> chewed right through the box into the DVD. That's amazing. So, That's amazing. Choices that he had a had a um had all six DVDs, not even Blu-rays, folks. DVDs laid out in front of us, and it was uh, uh, Indiana Jones. It was Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Back to the Future, The Water Boy, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, three amigos and Ghostbusters were the choices. Wow! And and, and and do you all you don't all vote? They just pick one. We kind of we kind of all vote. So he says he says so you know instead of that one we have these six. Which one would you like? And you know some a girl there has her phone out. And she's just kind of taking a rough poll on what what um, people want to uh, want to watch. And no. Tina's like. Yeah, I like any of those except for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And the girl doing the phone is like, yeah, I think I'm going to hide that one on the table because I don't think anybody wants to watch that. <laughs> uh, there are people who do, but you don't want to hang around them, you know. Yeah. So we said, yeah, pretty much any of those uh, would be fine. Uh, you know, they're all they're all all would be fun because really you're there. You're not going to be paying full attention to the movie because no, there are goats everywhere. The go- there are goats everywhere. The goats will have eaten all of the food out of the cups before the credits even start rolling on the movie. And after that, and just to kind of give you a timeline, I timed it a little bit out. So uh, before the credits even roll, everybody's cups are empty. The goats are wandering around, kind of up to everybody. Um, got any more food? Got any more food? They're mm. like, you know, you put your hands out and they'll just kind of like, nam, 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 like lick, <laughs> lick in your hand in case you have any, any goat food dust in your hands. Yeah, like you do. And then they keep moving, you know, wandering around. By about the enchantment under the sea dance, they were all curled up on people's blankets next to them or or just kind of sitting next to somebody who's kind of stroking under their chins and that sort of thing. They've all mellowed out for the last half hour of the movie. <laughs> That's awesome. Did they do this? Yeah. Let, me, uh, let me find a clip here. Ah! A lot of that. None of them made that noise, but I did put on Twitter the noise one of them. Like one of them was walking around talking the whole time and I put his... Uh, his little little voice on uh, Twitter because he was just so darn cute. Oh, that's awesome. I like um, goats. Goats are weird, man. They got the little square eye, the square um, eyes, uh, yeah. square pupils. I'm trying to say it's square so, pupils. So weird. They're they are so they are really entertaining because they like you'll sit there and and be petting one, and another one will just kind of come up and look at you and look at you and look at the goat getting pet and look back up at you, and it's like. You're watching them kind of weirdly suss all this information out. Like, all right, uh, you're petting him. You're going to be petting me next. Do you have any food? Any food, by the way? All right, you can pet me, but do you have any food? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about like a goat to me. It is pretty, pretty goaty. But pretty goaty. Uh, if you have this, if you have this near you, absolutely look for it because it is a it is a blast. It, I'm sure it will be called Net Goat Flicks and Chill. But if you just basically look for, you know, goat movie experience or something like that. I wonder that, if they I'm have sure. to be like uh, licensed or something, you know, cuz like Yeah, I wonder, I'm sure. I because of the fact that this this projector is sitting on a milk crate, which I might add, frequently the goats will just walk in front of the screen and you'll see, you know, Biff and Marty, a uh, Biff punching Marty uh uh on the side of a goat for like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> There's this is like the most unofficial janky, but I don't think I don't think uh, uh, Universal is coming after them to say, "Ah, oh, you showed this for eight people in a 
in a pen. That's about how many of us there were, by the way. Just like eight of us. Are they normally like a petting little petting zoo or something? Or what's their normal deal? I don't know if they do any of that. I know that they do goat yoga on the weekends and I think Friday mornings. But I don't know if they do any sort of like we take the goats to a petting zoo or, or sell goat milk or anything like that. They didn't have any signs for they didn't have any signs for anything except for goat yoga. Not even a sign for this uh, movie thing. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So you make me want a goat. That's what yes. you make me do. Take take lawn chairs because even though it's really cute to have the goats cuddle up next to you on the blanket, and and all blankets had a goat cuddled up next to people mm. for the first, you know, for Marty's trip back to 1955, <laughs> they are just walking around, poop falling out of their butts <laughs> like they're uh, the the like a gumball machine set on free play. Yeah, basically. they're like they're like birds. They don't care. They're just they don't poop, care. poop, they, poop, poop. I even, I even think they're not even aware poop is falling out of their mm. butt because it just rolls out. <laughs> <Come to. laughs> it's like marble madness uh, going on there. <laughs> oh, man, made me jump. Marble run. <laughs> marble run. Goat, marble goat simulator run. All right. Well, fun times, sounds like. It me. was. It was a blast. It really was a great time. All yeah. right. Well, well done, Tina. That was hers, right? Uh, that was Tina's, and I've got mine already planned for uh, next month. Yeah, and I can't say anything because she listens to the show. So, all right, Tina, go you know back. What? She's not a patron, so maybe I'll talk about it on uh, Patreon. Oh, Ooh. take that, Tina Ibbett. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play a game. Yeah, that's right. That music means it's time for a little uh, game show thing that we do on Mondays called Half Asses, the Morning Half Asses, and it's a. Uh, only with Brian Dunaway that it's possible. Hi, Brian Dunaway. Welcome back. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How's it Whoa. going? It's Monday. Yeah, it is. It's going well. You sound very upbeat, ready to rock, take the week by the testicles and yank, right? Ouch. Um, maybe not that far, but sure. Okay. I'm uh, at least going to pull his ponytails. Okay, great. Do that. They're right now. <laughs> they're right near the testicles. Uh, it's good to have you here. We're going to play a game. and uh, in your testicles? <laughs> Brian's going to explain this game because, uh, you know, its rules are different than the Wednesdays thing. So explain, cool. Brian. Its rules are long, too. Welcome to the Morning Half-Asses, a trivia game where I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian the answers. I'm just handing them the answers. Give and them it's, to me. You know, they, it's up to them whether they want to use them or not. I'm going to give them a category and six possible answers. Three of those answers are correct. Three that are just bold-faced lies. Depending on how confident they feel with the category, they can provide one, two, or three guesses, but if they get any wrong, they get zero points for that round. Guessing one and get it right gets a point. If they guess two and get them both right, they get a point. And if they guess all three correctly and get them right, I guess getting guessing correctly would imply that they get them right. They get five points is what they get for all that madness. The player nice. with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. I pulled a couple members of the tadpool here. Uh, that aren't able to listen live. Scott, you're going to be playing for Sarah of Sacramento, California. Ah, the, the, the capital of the fine state of California. Nice. That is correct. Yep. Brian, you're going to be playing for Blue Floyd of New Zealand. <laughs> Blue oh, Floyd. Hi, Blue Floyd. I know Blue, Blue Floyd. Floyd. Well. Yes. I love that Good. name, Blue yes. Floyd. That's great. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So, so you're those... giving us three. You said three 
bold face lies or yeah. bald face lies? Oh, and which they're one bald is face. it? Well, they're, I've heard they're both. In bold, they're in bold on my card, but the term is bald face it lies. Is, it's, bald, it's always been bald face? Okay. It has always been bald face. That's yeah. good to know. Bald so bald is in you've shaved your face or bold is in you're like, yeah, I believe me. I'm telling you I'm bold. No? Yeah, no, okay. definitely bald face lies. And I'm wondering where that comes from. Like, like. No, I don't have a mustache and a beard. It's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. You can't My trust face him. Is His bald. face is hairless. Yeah, hairless face. It. Bald yeah, face. That's, that's that'd weird. Be interesting. I'd love to know the, the story behind that phrase. All right, let's get to it. All right. You guys are both logged in here. Uh, let's get to question number one. Let's start off with something easy for you guys, both having kids yeah. and even grandkids in one case. Uh, maybe, maybe you've watched this recently. I want to know the names of the hyenas. In the Lion King, oh. we know oh. we know uh, Pumbaa was the uh, parrot, but do we know that? Uh, I'm just kidding. Pumbaa was the parrot. <laughs> That's a thing. That's a long. It's a, a long standing, standing meme here on the show. That's all. Yes, good. exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Back. I'm sorry. Apologies. Uh, no, no, it's fine. You please keep up. Uh, so <laughs> your choices are Bonsai, Ed, Malu, Shenzi, Scar, and Tabaki or Tabaki. Uh, I'll put them in there. Banzai, Ed, Malu, Shenzi, Scar, and Tabakui. Okay. The hyenas. Um. Oh man, I'm I've seen that movie a lot. I know. Yeah, I came. Yeah, yeah, I try yeah. And do these myself. I don't look at the back of the card before I make my guess. And I was, I was. Uh, I can was tell surprised you, at how I did. I can tell you that movie came out in 1994 without looking it up. Okay. Uh, because I was here, my daughter was born. All right, let's see. Sure. I'm going to do two of these out, that I out. know for sure. Are you going two? Yeah, because I don't three. know. Ah, look at so you. I'm going three. Mm. Is that a strategy? Like, tell them how many you're going with, and and then. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if it, <laughs> it maybe it works against me. That horrible strategy I just tried. I don't know if it does or not. Yeah. Uh, all right, you guys both picked Ed. Ed is correct. Yeah, Ed is. Uh, He's the, the dumb Chong, one. I think. I think was uh, Ed. No, was Ed. Ed was, Cheech was the was another one. Ed was the one that was kind of dumb. Uh, okay. And so they were always going, Ed? Yeah, he was Ed, goofy. Yeah, he was just... Oh, right, okay. And that's what made it, was, it uh, funny. Whoopi that Goldberg was the joke. And, yeah, Whoopi uh, Goldberg, Cheech Marin, and then I don't know who played Ed. Uh, it wasn't... Uh, do you think they were fun, playing okay. mean and, and they were referring to special Ed? You think that they were... <laughs> oh, oh, man. They were, I don't there? know. Let's cancel that movie now. I think it's time to call out Disney on their gross, gross <laughs> misuse of that term. Also... <laughs> That that flying out that sex thing. Remember the sex thing that oh, flies out when yeah. uh, Mufasa or when no Simba when uh, plops Simba down? plops down and the big old dirt dirt pile makes oh, the sex spells cloud. the word sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes, I love Disney sneaky stuff. I think it's great. I do too. Big it just fan. doesn't work in the day and age of streaming, pausing, <laughs> Blu-rays, and things like that. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's get to your answers here. Uh, Brian Dunaway, look at that. Getting all three correct. Bonsai, Shenzi, yes. and Ed ah, for shit. five points for Brian Dunaway. Um, Malu, uh, not a... No. Uh, not a, it's a uh, bird, isn't it? Uh, I don't know what Malu is. I don't know what Malu is either. But you're now that I it's see them. Now that I see them, the and island. we've talked about know. it long enough. It all makes sense. I don't ever remember Cheech Marin's character being called as like someone saying the name Bonsai. I don't remember yeah. any of that. But yeah, I don't either. Ed, I remember Ed. Are you sure he was Bonsai and not Shenzi? I think so. I think Shenzi was Whoopi Goldberg, but I could be okay. wrong. I don't know. Right. She was in Ten Forward a lot, and they barely had her on. Just <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get to uh, question number dose. 
And uh, let, let's go a little bit more, uh, you know, founding fathers here. Uh, rights in the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. You know, we don't hear much about the Constitution these days. Nobody brings it up no. or, or Never. puts a, a sticker on the back of their truck with all of the uh, oh rights or anything like that. No. Uh, which of these are rights in the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution? You ever tried to read the Constitution? It's like... I, I keep, Twelve pages I keep longer. Running into, I keep running into the back of their cars. I'm trying to read their window sticker. It's it's horrible. Mm. Uh, all right, you've got the choices: right. the pursuit of happiness, freedom of the press, the right to bear arms, trial by jury, freedom of religion, and right to assembly. Three of those are in the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Three of them are not. Okay. See, I, I feel I, like I'm going to answer this wrong, and it's like, no, Brian, that was the Second Amendment. And I'll be like, go! <laughs> yeah, I think and I know. I'm going to get shit for the rest of my life. Yep, That's right. they'll just say, you're just like everybody else. You don't know what's in that damn document. Read the damn thing before you put <laughs> it on your truck! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway. I'm trying to, oh my god, what, uh, is that a right? Oh, see, some of these feel like such tricks, because I've, I've just always assumed... You know what? Sure. Walk right. in slowpoke. It feels tricky. It feels Friends. tricky. I'm only going with one because only okay. one. These are all tricky. Everything about this game is tricky. It's all tricky. Yeah, it's, it's tricky yeah. to rock around, around, around or rock around or rock around on time. It's tricky. Yeah. 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 We all knew what is we were doing. Is it rock around or rock a rhyme? I always thought it was rock around. To rock a rhyme. I thought it was walk around. around. Right right on time. Yeah. No, I believe it's you tricky. guys 100%, but I've always said walk around, and I'm sure that's wrong. It's tricky to walk around. To walk around. I did. I used In to these think that's what it was. And it's tricky to walk around. Got <laughs> <laughs> time, my Adidas. It's tricky to walk around. Yeah, uh, that's great. All right, uh, Scott, nailing it. Freedom of the press, freedom of religion, and right to assembly. Very good. Those are, I, I chickened out. You yeah, did, and it's a good out. thing you did because you had right to bear arms, which is my shit. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I was I was almost paused about it right up to assemble, but I couldn't remember for sure. And I kept thinking, free religion feels like it probably is in there, but then I'm like, oh, well, they're going to nail it. It is, but also an yeah. uh, important note about that freedom of religion thing. It's not just about that. It's about uh, the freedom of religion and the government not imposing any sort of religion on anyone and also not interfering with yours. A lot of people right. screw that up and think it just means freedom of religion means the government's going to be part of my religion. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it means the freaking opposite. They're, they're not supposed oh, to interfere. Why has it got to be a Southern guy? Why is it got to be a Southern guy, I know, I know. The stereotype comes out. I can't help it. But the point yeah. is, read it. <laughs> read it before you flaunt it is what I'm getting at. All right. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. All right. Well, we got ourselves a game. Uh, Brian barely leading with one point, uh, six points, one point ahead of Scott, who's got five. This last one for all the marbles. And uh, let's go to television for this one. Oh. Uh, before it was called Friends, the show had several working titles. I'd like you to see oh. which of these three are real ones. The choices are Six of One, Central Perk, Friends Like Us, Rachel, Buds and Insomnia Cafe. Oh Three my of those lord! Are actual working titles for the TV show Friends. Three of those are not. That don't, seems dumb. I don't know this. Um, oh my gosh! I, I, you know what? Some times when I click these, but you may see me click on them. But I what do. I'm doing is looking at it, and I'm 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 like putting my finger on it, going, "Does that make sense?" 
Yeah. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, sure. Um, Listen, until you lock it in, they're, they're not answers. Oh, that's just, yeah, I know. Just, yeah, you're just seeing, you're seeing, you're testing how the shoe fits, basically. I'm locking in two. I don't know. That, All I'm, right. All I right. hope that's Scott's right. That's locking in two. I'm going one to see if we can tie it up. This feels like that. Uh, well, keep in <laughs> mind, right. you, do you not pay attention to how the the oh, convoluted right. scoring system work. works? Yeah, yeah. Good point. If gets, Maybe Scott If he up. gets his two right, he gets three points for that. If and, and you're if, right. Even if you get yours right, oh man, oh man. All right, so exciting. Mm. Mm. Uh, I will say that friends like us was indeed a working title, and that was actually the most likely titled until they shortened it to just friends. So friends like us was yeah. right up until, you know, I think the moment that they, that they went live with the show is originally called friends like us. Sure. Uh, six of one Scott put in. Yeah. And that's another correct. Oh. One. So Scott, oh, look at that. Look at John's three points. Points. I had it. <laughs> Click. Uh, and mm. insomnia cafe was the other working title for the show it was really a lot of people in the chat room said oh central perk has to be central perk no no central perk rachel and buds were all the fakes uh it buds. was uh, insomnia cafe and i think boy the show would have not done as well if it was called insomnia cafe right also rachel was in an unknown like she wasn't the main character certainly right. not in the beginning like in that pilot she's barely She's barely a thing in that pilot. So, oh no! In the pilot, she's the reason. Like, she basically is the first thing you see, right? Because she does the runaway bride thing. Oh, she right. shows up looking for the apart, like uh, basically hooking back up with Mana because she needs a place to live. That's right. I forgot. There. Were, so yeah, you're yeah. right. It did kind of circle around her a bit. It, it circled around her for that pilot episode, and maybe that is what they were. Yeah, what that they pilot's were weird. About. It's a weird pilot. It's well, like a lot of it pilots, is. they're all weird. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. we watched the Seinfeld pilot the other night, and mm. I forgot. No I always Elaine, forget. There's no right? Elaine. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, not even a mention. Yeah, and I can't even imagine that show without her. So it's it's just so weird. Pilots are weird. Get out is what is what they said uh, to Elaine. That's right. They said get out, <laughs> and then they pushed her really hard. And then they pushed her really hard. Yeah, yes. she pushed herself. So that's okay. Uh, so congratulations to Scott. Sarah at Sacramento, California. You're getting a copy of Remothered Broken Porcelain. If it sounds like we've been trying to give this one away, we have for the last couple of weeks, and people haven't been winning it uh, in, in feud. Uh, Remothered Broken Porcelain and Planet Zoo which sounds like a really cool um oh it is good planet zoo is awesome it's a zoo tycoon game Um, that's what i was guessing yeah and it's called it's it's made by the people who make uh the the jurassic park game uh those two games can't think of that the name of the game Um, uh but don't worry blue floyd of new zealand you're getting the dark pictures anthology man of medan oh scary game a better game Scar- That's a better game. Uh, if you like if horror games, it's a better Floyd. game. <laughs> Is it Blue- really? It's a scary game. I don't. If you like horror games, then it's good, no doubt. But if you don't, yeah. if you like a nice, relaxing zoo tycoon game, I think Planet Zoo is the winner. If I had to guess. Like no, yeah. no, definitely not. Definitely not. You say? Well, all right then. Yeah, definitely not. Well, congratulations cool. goes to uh, the Sacramento <laughs> lady Sarah and to everybody. Blue Floyd, you're cool, but. No deal. Yeah, no but, deal for uh, you. you. You know, you missed out on a really good prize. Apparently. That's right. Oh, sorry. Oh. Hey, Dunaway, here's the good news. Tomorrow, <laughs> you and I sit down and talk about the most prolific race arcade creator of all time. And I don't mean race you like, Suzuki. you know. Yeah. You Suzuki. Nothing to do with Suzuki, the brand. Uh, just that happened yep. to be his name. But he uh, he's known for such things as Super Hang On and, of course, uh, Daytona USA. 
uh, what was the other? Uh, the, oh, uh, 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 round? No, what's it called? What's the one we love? Yeah, outrun, 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 baby, out, out of run, out of run. Um, and the games that inspired it was a huge part of uh, those years in the, both the arcade and home market. And uh, we're going to talk about those retro experiences tomorrow on Play Retro. We're going to do it at three thirty Mountain Time live if you want to watch it, or it'll be up on the podcast right after. So be here for that. Okay. I have things There's to say. There's going to be so much good music. And oh, it's going to be amazing. Clips, Daytona. Yep. Yeah. Let, let go away or whatever the hell it said. Um, oh, that's right. It actually had vocals. Like it a, did. The, like a song that actually had vocals. Yeah. In. The pro- the weird weird part about it was it had like two vocals. Like Daytona. Let's go away. I think that was it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they just repeated it, which is really weird. Right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you want to know about that? Good. We're bringing it to you. That's tomorrow on uh, play retro and uh, i was gonna say oh i was gonna say the psp version of outrun outrun uh, what's it called outrun brush or outrun something it's a psp outrun there's game out, there's outrun outrunners outrun two uh, this is something else dang it i have it on my steam deck i'll have to find it anyway it's amazing it's the best ever and i realize it's not quite you know in the retro zone of time but it's an amazing outrun game and we'll talk all about it. So check that out tomorrow. Hey, Dunaway, that was fun. Anything else you want to say before I cut you out? I, it was a lot of fun. Uh, don't cut me off. I just want to... Goodbye. Know. All right. <laughs> uh, well, at least I said Aww. goodbye. You know, you say goodbye, you, you're doing okay. Uh, yeah. All right. We're going to do one news story today. Okay. Because we have time for one. Okay. And here's this. time for the news brought to you by brought to you by the uh, lost uh, Alanis Morissette Morissette ironic lyric bees on your barbecue yep it's like bees on your barbecue that's kind of uh, perfect uh, because we had our barbecue last night with uh, Nick and his girlfriend and uh, we thought it'd be great to eat outside because it was so nice out and then the bees came and the bees were in force and to be uh, and they brought their fly friends F off insect world. I know that's the time of the year. End of August, we get flies. That's what yeah, happens. Yeah. But gosh dang it. Couldn't it eat is anything. Irritating, yeah. We had a skirt steak, big old skirt steak that we cooked, barbecued up. And Kim's like, if one more fly lands on this, we're going inside. And then one second later, a fly landed on it. And yeah, <laughs> we went inside. Uh, a dog tested positive for monkeypox. <clears throat> this is the first suspected human to pet transmission. So Have didn't- we not? done this did we talk about it i want to say we've talked about this because we were saying is it monkey pox now or is it dog pox oh we did do it you're right instead here's your story let's talk about colorado colorado hey thank you scott listen brian do you know what colorado's famous for no well here's what they're famous for now (laughs) uh well you're gonna wish uh colorado is now the nation's largest cocaine use capital Oh man! Oh, good. Okay. Yep. Colorado. We know how to use it. Yep. Uh, you're, you're you're high on the fentanyl as well, but uh, yeah, that one we knew about. Yeah, it's boy. It's uh, when when Colorado uh, does allows drugs, we don't uh, you know we don't stop. It's no. like hey, pot's legal. Yeah. Cool. Let's do everything else. Let's do all the le- un- the illegal things. Uh, they yeah. just keep moving up. Yeah. United States saw a 15 percent increase in drug overdose deaths, according to the most re- recent provisional figures from the U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Pre- uh, Pre- uh, Prevention. That's the CDC. Yeah. 
2021, there were 107,622 overdose deaths, up from 93,000 plus in the previous year. Colorado State Patrol has seized records uh, or uh, seized record amounts of drugs this year and in 2021. At least one stat points to higher than average drug use in the Centennial State. Colorado is the most cocaine-using state in the union. Uh, according to the survey, 2.24% of Coloradans uh, age 12 and older reported using cocaine in the past year. They didn't ask Blew you, though. my mind. Like, I would have said, oh, uh, for sure California, for sure New York. And they're up there. They're, you know, just a, a couple uh, tenths of a percentage point away from Colorado. But geez. New Hampshire's right behind you. Oh, really? Yeah, Isn't that New a Hampshire. weird? It's a weird. It is weird. New Hampshire and Vermont <laughs> being right behind uh, Colorado yeah. is really strange. New Hampshire, Vermont, then New York, then California. Uh, Colorado adults are among the likeliest in the nation to say they do not perceive great risk from regular cocaine use. One of the mm-hmm. state's population, 18 or older, 48.35, said they perceive greater risk from monthly cocaine use, or they perceive great risk from monthly cocaine use. Mm. Only Oregon and Utah have lower rates. Utah. Utah. With our lower cocaine rate. <laughs> well, lower cocaine rate and lower uh, people thinking that it's harm- harmful. Right? Yeah, like- yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, right. We- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're yes. even dumber. Thank goodness, thank goodness you guys uh, more believe that cocaine is harmful. I mean, look, we watched a lot of uh, Miami Vice growing up, so we know what's up. <laughs> right. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back... Steven Schleicher will be here. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. He'll be here. And we're going to talk to him, and it'll be great. I'm looking forward to it. Love having Steven on for major spoilers. But that won't happen until we play a song to break the song, uh, break the show up in the middle. So, Brian, what do you got Let's there? Break it up, everybody. Fabian Kuhn wrote in, and he said, Hello, Covermeister. Fabian from Germany here. Longtime listener, patron, and Nertacular 2015 attendee. Oh, best year. I'd like to request an indie middle song to be played anytime you like. Um... Way back in the distant past of 2007, even before TMS, I made friends with an amazing co-apprentice at our bookstore. Inga finished training sometime before I did and left for the big city, in her case, Cologne. I'm still here in semi-placid, nearly boulder-sized Lunenburg and very happy whenever I hear from her. She's been part of one band or another as long as I've known her and I've always admired her singing voice. Uh, in the beginning of 2018, Inga and the two guitarists, Thorsten and Felix, formed the band and uh, Yiso... And Nima joined by the end of the year. Oh, the, the band is called Gong Wa, G O N G W A H, and their sound is Fuzzwave. This is a sound that sits somewhere between shoegaze, psychedelic, and kraut rock while breathing the DIY spirit of a punk new wave era. Whatever it's called, dude, I love this. This is uh, from their 22, uh, 2022 album, A Second. Here is Gong Wa and the song This Life.
On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair, warm smell of calling her, rising up through the air. Oh, that sucks. This is the morning stream with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. Big ol' freaking dirt blanket. Tell me more about that amazing fuzz wave song. Who oh, was that? So yeah. good. That is called This Life That Is by Gong Wa, and you'll find it on their brand new album, A Second. Did I get that right? Fuzz wave? Is that what you called it? Fuzz wave, I believe, is what I called it. I've already closed that email, but yes, fuzz I'm wave, kraut rock, I'm interested indie in more. shoegaze. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, you're, it's your fault the other day. Yeah. Oh, who was it you introduced me to on here? And I went and just Was it, it. Uh, that... that um, uh, Dutch singer with uh, K's Choice. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. And yeah. I listened and listened and listened, and I loved it. Oh, so good. It was really good. Yeah. It was, yeah. turns out exactly what I needed at the moment I needed it. Awesome. Oh, I love it. Good. Yeah. I'm glad I could Glad I could be there for you. Oh, you're able to facilitate a great music matchup for me. Excellent. <laughs> One day we're doing this whole show in that voice. <laughs> Today the whole is not that voice. St. Patrick's Day, we'll do this in the whole the whole show in that voice. That's right. Uh, okay, Steven Schleicher time. Yeah. Guy gave me another uh, comic recommendation that I ended up reading. At least I think it was him that gave it to me. But anyway, let's see. We'll find out. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> As you know, Steven Schleicher joins us every Monday to talk about all the cool stuff happening over at Majorspoilers.com. Comics, movies, TV, whatever's going on. We're here to do it with Steven. Hi, Steven. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello. Hey, man. Uh, was it you that told me to... About Seven Sons, or am I smoking crack? It may not have been you. Uh, does that comic sound familiar? It's a, no, it does not. Okay, Jay Lee, you know Jay Lee, the artist. Yes, uh-huh. uh huh. Him and some other collaborator, it's their creator-owned thing over at Image. Oh, I, yes, I know this one, yes. Um, I know it. I have not, I did not recommend it. I ended up reading all three of the first, I think there's only three issues. I could be wrong. There might mm-hmm. be more. I, I binged the first three and loved it. Um, basically, the concept is... The world thinks the second coming has happened, but it's but there are seven of them, and they think they're that they're all Jesus babies, and this is set in the modern time, but they think they're all Jesus babies because they were born to mothers who uh, had not they were they were immaculate conceptions, right? So no no dad involved, no sex. Suddenly there's just a baby. Right. Mm -hmm. So they think all seven of these people and they're all seven boys and they think the seven sons are this group and that a bunch of people have rallied around it and turned it into like a gigantic religious movement to the point that Las Vegas is now called New Canaan. And everything Brian in Vegas has been converted into big religious stuff. You'd sent me a screenshot of that first uh, that that title page. Yes, that was that. That's right. Splash splash page. And they even had the old Vegas sign. But instead, it says, welcome to fabulous new new Canaan. And then like the all the structures and stuff you're used to in Vegas are all turned into these monolithic religious uh, effigies and stuff. And uh, man, that thing goes places. (laughs) It's real good. That's a cool. It's a cool comic. Anyway, Very um, cool. and if you guys like Jay Lee's like kind of trippy art style, he's got a really weird style. Uh, that'll get it done for you. Anyway, there's my comic recommendation. Nice. Yeah. No, he did. A, I think he did the art on the Dark Tower comic book adaptation over at 
Dynamite or Marvel, I forget which one. I think it was Marvel at the time. Uh, yeah. And that was, I have all those issues. They're very good in there. He also did the recent covers, not not the page to page, but the covers for uh, the Dune stuff, the Dune adaptation mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. He's great. There's just something about his work. Can't put, quite put my finger on what, what it is about it, but it's a, it's weird. Anyway, if you guys are interested in that, you can go find that wherever you buy your comics. Uh, hey, Stephen, will there be a Sandman hey, season hi, two? It seems, <laughs> hi, it seems like we Sandman's. Said hi to you. It's, it's, we did. It seems like Sandman's doing all right. So, will there be a season two, or are we going to have to wait around until we find out? That is, you know, I don't know if you guys have watched the entire thing yet. I'm Scott. I'm guessing no, but um, hey, now the the, <laughs> the the first season ended on a definite cliffhanger. Yeah, uh, that is pretty much saying, oh yeah, we're we're definitely planning on a second season, and then. And uh, Neil Gaiman goes on Twitter over the weekend or last week and was like, oh, no, there is no guarantee that we're getting a second season. Oh, wow. If you guys like this, uh, then you better be watching it and rewatching it and getting all your friends to watch it because Netflix has promised us nothing. And wow. that's that's really interesting. I mean, they dropped the surprise what uh, surprise episode 11th episode uh, this yeah. weekend. Uh, on oh, Netflix, yeah, I'm it's not only, part of the main storyline, but it's still good. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm only five episodes in. I'm I'm actually part of the way through the excellent uh, David Thewlis episode, uh, the mm-hmm. fifth episode. Uh, so I'm not even through with with the whole series yet. I'm so glad to know there's even more than I initially thought there was. Here's uh, here's the actual quote from Neil Gaiman about it. He says, "Because Sandman is really expensive show, it is a really expensive show, and for Netflix to release the money to let us make another season." We have to perform incredibly well. So, yes, we've been the top show in the world for the last two weeks. That still may not be enough. He wrote in a tweet responding to a fan who believes the series is coming back uh, as a given. So, who knows? I mean, Netflix is one of those that just is like so dang frustrating mm. when it comes to, and I can imagine from the from the producer side that are we going to be renewed? I mean, this happened way back with Stranger Things. It was like months after the first season had been released. Did Netflix say, okay, yeah, go ahead and let's do a Stranger Things season two? So mm. I can imagine this is super frustrating to not know whether you're getting that that next season or not. Sure. Um, well. I don't know. It feels like, like, what does it have to do then? If two weeks on the number one spot isn't enough, what is enough? Is it four weeks? Is it eight weeks? Is it, you know, like, what's the, what's the limit? You know, they, you know, Gaiman says this is a high budget piece and it is, I mean, it is just great actors, great special effects. They, they felt like they did not hold back on this. Mm. And uh, yeah, I would imagine that there's at least between Five and ten million dollars spent per episode is my guess. So you've got a very expensive show that needs to recoup its cost either through new subscribers or through people just watching it again and again and again. Yeah, I I think um, there is one possibility. Chat mentions it, and he does say this in the in his part of his response was, you know, worst case if it doesn't happen at Netflix, it doesn't mean it's dead. It could be. It could go somewhere else. Where's it going to go? Uh, HBO Max. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I think if it had a likelihood of going anywhere, it might be something Prime would pick up. I could see them doing it. Oh, sure. (laughs) They got money to waste. That would be a big slap in the face, wouldn't it? I mean, it would be, but they do that. They've done that before. I think one or two titles are like that. Oh, really? Have hopped from one to the other? Yeah. We did start watching. uh, (laughs) I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. We just just thought, you know, we'll see a couple episodes while the kids are over last night. We watched the first two episodes of In a League of Their Own, or A League of Their Own, the the Uh TV show version thing. It was really good. And funny, like I don't know what I expected. I'm I, actually still not quite sure what I'm expecting, but it's very yeah. different from the movie. 
It feels more like whatever the source material was. And I thought it was really funny. <laughs> There's cool. a lot of lesbians. Lots of lesbians. <laughs> They're just leaning right into that lesbian bit. They're just going Interesting. for it. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll tell you one that I'm that I was going to use as a recommendal. We finished it, and because there's no second season, I can't. I feel like I can't use it as a recommendal because there's no closure. But it's uh, Night Sky, mm. uh, which is uh, J.K. Simmons and Sissy Spacek. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, about a couple that uh, has a a portal, a chamber in their backyard to another universe or another mm-hmm. world. Uh Excellent, really, really good show. Um, no season two that's been canceled, and there's even though much of the main storyline has been answered by the final episode, there's still a lot of questions that you're left with at the end of season one. And I'd I'd love to see another another streaming service pick it up because I think it was it was excellent. So this, this is a been, case of this is a prime and they cancel it, eh? That's a bummer. They canceled it. it. It it's such a bummer because JK Simmons was freaking brilliant in this. Like I like so, Sissy Spacey so too and they're both great actors. Yeah, they really are. It's so I may, I, I may still watch that as a I don't know. It's it's worth seeing because it's it's a great story and it fit it's it's a lot like um it's got the feel of like devs and uh, God, there was another. Oh, that oh, uh, outer range, oh, which was I really, love really good. All those things, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, outer range, probably the best comparison because you've got that. Here's here's the country, and then here's a weird sci-fi anomaly that we're working around. Does uh, does J.K. Simmons yell at Sissy Spacek for not playing the drums right, or is that a different thing? He says, uh, "Get me <laughs> pictures of the portal." Ah. Okay, calls her Peter and things like that. Steve and I did the same joke. <laughs> that's the only joke you can do. That's the only really one you is, got. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the thing. Anyway, watch, watch for possibly. Here's my prediction: Sandman season two will happen. That's my prediction. I, I think it will as well. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think? It just feels like a little too big to not. I mean, it's Brian. You're at the you're at the scary episode. So the next episode is the. <sighs> Is the fun episode? Oh, good. Okay. Well, I'm loving the scary. I mean, it has. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you so, have yeah. It. Just keep going. It's it's a good it's a good fun fun show. I highly recommend it to anybody that ever read Sandman. If you you know if you've only heard about Sandman or are interested in it, yeah. this show will take care of you. What did you guys cool. or what did you? Is anyone? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. The She Hulk episode one. How'd that go? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, if it's people have been wondering, about, as a yeah, fact. Good, yeah, good transition there, Scott. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my youngest did not really care for it, and he and I have been sitting down and watching all the Marvel and Star Wars stuff this summer. He yeah. was a little bored, and I don't think it was because oh, it's got a girl. I think it's because he was hoping for more. There is some smashing, but he was wanting good guys smashing bad guys yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And there's not a lot of that as much as there is. Hey, control your anger and you know find your inner stuff and your Zen. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't. I don't want to dox anybody, but the, there is a ton of ruffalo, a ton of ruffalo in this, which is great. Mm-hmm. There definitely was. And so one of the one of the conversations that um, that that she has <laughs> with with uh, her cousin is whether Steve Rogers is a virgin or not. Mm. Right. Mm. And it's a big part of the of the conversation, the bonding moment in the in the episode. And uh, you'll find out that answer if you stick around for the post-credit sequence. This is one of the first times that they've done a post-credit sequence in the first On episode. The first of the episode, show. yeah, I think yeah. it's the first time they've done a post-credit sequence. So yeah. I thought, I thought Steve Rogers, when he decided in Endgame or at the end of Infinity War, wherever the hell it was, I guess Endgame, he decides to go 
uh, go live his life with uh, Carter. Agent yeah, Carter. I, I thought there were like kids involved and in all that stuff. No, no, you don't ever see no. kids. You see them uh-huh. just dancing in in their house, but uh, you know, very chaste. I filled that in. Some, I mean, I assume they're yes. having sex. Of course they are. They're married. <laughs> he just says, "I could do this all day." And, uh, they, have, <laughs> they have kids afterwards. That's. <laughs> It's like, are you going to have kids? And he says, nope, I don't think I will, or whatever. <laughs> well, being stuck in ice for a long time has an effect on a man. Uh... So Chaz says, Scott's world, being married, having kids. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, <laughs> I thought, first of all, I thought there was some reference of kids. I don't know why I thought that. But regardless, oh, wow. if they got married, they had sex, okay? They had sex. He put his wiener in her Virginia. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah but no one knows what happened. No one knows what happened to Steve Rogers at the end, except for, you know, uh, Bucky and um, Sam Wilson. Oh, right. yeah, that whole right. deal. Yeah. Well, those two have also had sex. Just kidding. All right. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, yeah. Did you so- Captain Falcon Winter Soldier? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a, uh, yeah. She-Hulk is, is, is fun. I want to see where it goes. And uh, yeah. Uh, I do, too. And I should watch that first episode. I think I'm going to make that happen before yeah. I leave. No multiverse stuff, so it's not like you have to watch yeah. it for any other and, tie-in stuff. And yeah. boy, does it feel like the comic. The comic always had yeah, that fourth-wall-breaking comedy kind of bit to it, and the, uh, the the TV show captures that perfectly. Now, our final story uh, is a little weird because when you think of um, Rick and Morty, you don't always first think of – and you think of Rick and you think of Morty. You know, It's like, oh, Rick, I don't know about this. Uh, shut up, yeah. you piece of shit. That's who you think of. You don't think about Rick's daughter, a.k.a. Beth, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. married lady to a guy from SNL. can't think of his name. Parnell. Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's getting her own comic book, and that seems crazy. So tell me about it. What's going <laughs> it on there? It is. So uh, first of all, Oni Press has been going through some real stuff over the last uh, couple of weeks or months. <laughs> really? yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we could spend a whole 20 minutes just on the, the, the legal issues that Oni is going through. But yeah, apparently well. they're still going to continue to publish comics. Uh, and and they released their November solicitations that has Beth getting her own comic book series. Uh, this is where uh, Beth is in uh, in a terrible accident. She can't operate. Uh, you know, she's a veterinarian, a horse doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she uses some strange powers to uh, to do things. So mm. I, I, this is going to be your take of uh, Doctor Strange in the Rick and Morty universe. Yeah, okay. I thought for sure, it, you know, they would play off of her her alternate universe badass mm-hmm. superhero self, but uh, no, they're they're doing you know current world continuity. The that second uh, issue cover, by the way, that you show that is very Doctor Strange and has like a Rick and Morty esque uh, Dormammu and yeah. a Rick and Morty esque uh, Eternity or Death. No, who is Eternal. that? Eternal. Eternal. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or Eternity or playing on some Eternity. stuff there. Eternity. Yeah. Sure. Oh, so what a great cover that is. You know, they do a really good job. Let me see. Uh, Fred Van Lente is the is the writer on this. Uh, They do a really good job of creating Rick and Morty uh, comic books over at Oni. And I and and there's something in there. If you're a Rick and Morty fan, I think one of the biggest problems anytime you take an animated series and you turn it into a comic book is it feels like it's losing some life to it. But the stories are still well thought out and and well told. So I'm sure this is going to be really fun. Yeah, it looks sure. like it's all right. Yeah. By the way, fun side note: Sarah Chalk is the voice of uh, Beth in the TV show yeah, from and Scrubs. She, from Scrubs, yeah. yeah, she was uh, Bobby Billy. What was her name? Uh, Doc Elliot. Sorry, Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> And she was the replacement Becky on uh, Roseanne for one season. Oh, what? 
I yeah. didn't know that. Was, That's great. Yeah, she was replacement Becky, and they make a joke. The whole family's sitting there watching uh, Bewitched. And they, they said, how come nobody ever bitched about them uh, changing Darren's? And they said, ah, nobody ever noticed it or something like that. There's like some weird credit season. Wow. Was it more than one season? It was a couple seasons. Because Becky did come back for the Connors. That actress mm. did, didn't she? I, I don't remember, did I she? I remember. Yeah. To me, they were never, they were always the same uh, indistinguishable blonde girl. That's all I remember. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right. She did a lot of voice work. Wow. She is. And, and Wormageddon is uh, just a couple, the season six premiere of Rick and Morty is just a couple weeks away. Yeah, come, come very quickly. Faster yeah. than you expected. There's going to be only three three episodes for the season, is my guess. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> no, I, I hope not. God. <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad. You want to see you want to see dude bros riot in the streets. Yeah, they'll <laughs> lose their minds. Rick fans, don't mess with them. They're weird. Uh, all right, there's your, uh, there's your look at some cool stuff going on in the world of pop culture and comics. Steven, there's always something rad happening at Major Spoilers. Do you want to tell us about anything coming up? Yeah, so something that just launched today, way back in 2018, Dr. Brad Will, who's a regular on a lot of our shows, uh, he's also a scholar of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft that is Ph.D. on that. We actually recorded our audiobook version of the Dunwich Horror, mm. and I finally this summer got around to editing it. So the very first uh, chapter dropped on apple podcast today so if you go and look for the dunnage horror from major spoilers entertainment you can go and listen to it they're really short 10 minute chapters yeah. uh, that we're going to release every week between now and uh halloween so people can get our take on that classic hp lovecraft tale that's great very cool go check it out yeah. you guys uh, again majorspoilers.com for all this stuff steven mm-hmm. it, uh, it is cooling off but yeah. uh, remember to stay hydrated okay? yeah yeah that seems like good advice bye now yeah I, I got rid of him before he got rid of me fantastic wow well done i feel better about myself you showed him scott you i sure did a lesson i sure did okay look at this everyone send and receive email a couple of quick emails here's one from uh chuck gaskill gaskill probably gaskill yeah gaskill uh he's from <laughs> salem oregon that's where all the witches were no wait that was the other salem no that was the other salem hello skittles and m&ms <laughs> wait Skittles yeah. works with Scott. M&M's. Yeah, M&M's doesn't. But yeah. I am I am round uh, like an <laughs> M&M, so I'll take it. And you're candy-coated. so I'm candy-coated, and yeah. the red version of me will kill you. That's right. Yeah. The green will make you horny. Anyway, this email is a reference <laughs> to your turn fact-based, uh, sorry, your fun fact based about squirrels causing most. <laughs> All of a sudden, you turned us into an MMO. I don't, I don't know what happened there. Uh, most electrical outages. This was on TMS 2335. A few months ago, our Toyota truck started acting funny. It started with the radio acting up and then escalated to the gauges acting funny. It culminated with the truck uh, engine just not running smoothly. So we took it into a local Toyota dealership to have them look at it. We live here in Oregon and see a lot of squirrels in our neighborhood. So I suspected squirrels, especially after seeing one hop onto the wheel, uh, the wheel well of the truck. When a Toyota rep called me after a couple of days, he said he couldn't confirm for sure that squirrels had been at work, but apparently something had chewed five different wiring harnesses in the engine compartment, one of which controlled the engine performance and required removing the engine to replace. The estimate to replace all the wiring harness was something around $11,000. Holy cow. He says, I'm not kidding to make sure we know he's serious. I called my insurance company. They said that the damage would be covered. We just had to pay for our deductible and the extra cost for Toyota to put a wrap around the new wire harnesses that apparently has a bitter taste 
when bitten into, like that video game cartridge he says. <laughs> Switch cartridge yeah, taste. Right. I love it. They should just automatically do that on yeah. everything. I need to yeah. that reminds me, I really need to make Van taste one like of those cartridges. Yeah. yeah. I gotta try it. See if it works on a kid, you know, because they're the one. Did ones. you keep track of which one you licked so you'd make sure he doesn't lick the same one? Yeah, that would that's a game I can't I can't find my copy of Mario Kart uh eight anywhere and a, and that's the one I licked. So, <laughs> that's the one you licked, okay. Yeah. Even though there were no concrete proof that squirrels did the damage, I can't look at them the same way anymore, those little effers. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Oh, we know. <laughs> we know they did it. it. Uh, thanks, Chuck, for your email. That's interesting. Um, 11 grand, though, for wire harnessing? My gosh. Jeez. And taking the entire engine out, though, is the... Is the... I guess so, yeah. And yeah. this is a big, nice, like, 80 grand you know Toyota it's, you know, Tundra. it's the truck marty got at the end of back to the future yeah uh, that's oh that was a cool truck i remember wanting that I don't know truck. If it really was that one but yeah that black uh, <laughs> mom i can't go up to the lake because dad wrecked the car <laughs> what marty <laughs> i made out with you in high school <laughs> uh moose 20 20- my own father Moose twenty two twenty. I'm sorry, twenty two seventy one wrote in says, "Hey Scott and Brian, Michelin and Goodyear. Oh, this is about tires and why they still have air in them. Oh sure, okay. Michelin and Goodyear both have been working on airless tires for over twenty years. There are still several problems with them. Automakers depend on airless tires for ride quality, or depend on air. I think he means air to tires for ride quality. Making a compound that is soft enough to increase ride quality decreases the life of the tire uh, to less than three thousand miles." To combat the heat from friction with the, with the road, the tires have to be much harder compound, or the tires literally shred like lettuce. Wow. Picture that. Uh, yeah. Lastly, heavier vehicles like electric vehicles and trucks uh, had problems with the tires coming off the rims when uh, cornering at speed. So this is about six years ago. They are still working on them, though. As a side note, forklifts have had them for 70 years or more. Says Moose twenty two seventy one. Problem is you don't they take don't have a, to go very fast. Yeah, Brian doesn't have to pick up lift lift passengers in Boulder using a, <laughs> a, a freaking a forklift. forklift. Although that would be a lot easier. They wouldn't have to get in the car. I just drive up to him. Yep. Hey, are you? Are you Sarah? Okay. <laughs> beep 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 beep, and I just pick him up with a forklift. And <laughs> I want this. This is the dark future I signed up for. That's right. We'll be at. We'll be at the. Uh, <laughs> At Dutch Brothers Coffee in about twelve minutes. Yeah, it'll be, a, and that's only a block away because those things are slow. It's a block as shit. away, yeah, exactly. I love this idea. All right, that's it for your emails. If you'd like to send some of your own in, it's uh, the morning stream at gmail.com. Very quickly, I'd like to mention some new patrons to the show that were uh, signups after we last spoke. For example, Luke. I don't have a last name, just Luke. Luke. We are your father, I suppose. Anyway, thanks yeah. for joining up. On the 18th, we also got Mike and LB, OMG Spiders, and Carl Wilcox. I've been I've been told that I look like uh, if uh, Luke, Mike and LB, OMG Spiders, and Carl Wilcox had a baby, uh, that, that that's what I'd look like. Yeah, that's what I look like. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever someone says pick the tickets up at Will Call, I always think uh-huh. Wilcox. Is that weird? <laughs> pick the, could you pick the tickets up at Wilcox? Yeah, Wilcox. Some reason every time it's just in my head. Can't help it. Oh, fun. Uh, that's it for that. And if you want to be like them, now's the time to sign up. Actually, any time is, but uh, sign up now. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS. Even a dollar a month would help us a lot. We would really, really appreciate it. Frogpants.com slash TMS is our website. And uh, you can find us on Twitter. We don't mention that very often. Morning Stream, Scott Johnson and Coverville. So if you're like, when do you guys go live? We tell you every time, about 10 minutes mm-hmm. ahead on that Twitter account. So check it out at Morning Stream. 
That's it for us. Hey, Brian, uh, I'm guessing you came packing with a song. (laughs) Uh, I did indeed. Uh, Yeah, Jason, a.k.a. Maple Bakos on Twitch, said, Dear Stout and Brown Ale. Those are beers, Scott. Yeah, they are. Uh, August 19th will mark 50 trips around the big fireball in the sky for me, so I'd like to request a song to celebrate. That day is a Friday, but I'm a patron member, so the day of the week is just fine, or any day of the week is just fine. He wrote this, I think, before he did. Yeah, he wrote this way before we did uh, TMS Couch Potato Party. Oh, so, oh uh, <laughs> That anyway. explains, yeah, he's, got, he's, he's, he's uh, raising the dead ghost of a thing we don't do That's anymore. That's right, yeah. exactly. Uh, can you play a rocking cover of or by Tool, Rage Against the Machine, or The Smashing Pumpkins? I really enjoy your podcast, which I listen to on my commute and when walking for exercise. Keep up the great work. P.S. We asked for more fish, but they wouldn't give us any more fish and told us that we could eat rice. Wow. Okay, before I do any of that, there's this. Yeah. All right, that's for your birthday. And then fit oh my gosh i haven't done these two in a while i know yeah okay let me try it more fish okay here's the more fish i love no we asked for more fish and they refused to give us any more fish and what was the other one rice you can eat rice you can eat rice here it is oh i'll, I'll give him t- twice the fun here then you can eat rice and then i'll play it backwards see how we eat and we <laughs> i don't remember when i even did that anyway there you go happy 50th man cool That's all right awesome. so how about a, a rockin cover by smashing pumpkins this is even before uh gish that awesome debut album uh produced by butch Vig. Oh, i didn't know there was a uh, thing before gish i love gish there was yes this was recorded in, in uh back in 1990 about a year before they would release their first album they were just a you know just this indie Chicago band rocking out in local clubs and stuff. They contributed to a compilation called 20 Explosive Dynamic Super Smash Hit Explosions, which was a uh, compilation album featuring a bunch of different bands doing covers of 70s songs, kind of in that K-Tel um, kind of appearance of the album. Mm. Great albums. And and I don't even know if there would have been a Coverville if it weren't for the this series of albums because oh, they're so good. Wow, I didn't realize big yeah. influence then. That's cool. I pulled a lot of stuff. These, this was a regular album I'd go to when we'd have people uh, come over and I'm like, ah, oh, see if you recognize this song. Mm. And there was this unknown band on there that I liked uh, called Smashing Pumpkins. And they did a cover of the Ozark Mountain Daredevil's Jackie Blue You're going to hear it right now. Here are Smashing Pumpkins.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Phony mumbo jumbo. Yeah, that's what you get here. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.